Talk, where we talk about good, good things. We're going to have Woo! a good time. We still need to find that song. We're going to have a good time. <laughs> it's got to be Queen, right? It's got to yeah, be Queen. I'm pretty positive it's Queen. Yeah. Having a good talk. Having a good talk. Having a good talk. Harmonies. No way. <laughs> All right. Cool. Oh, Vibing. Big vibes. Big vibes. So I think today we're just going to jump right Do it. on Here in. We go. You know, sometimes the thing that I've learned every summer, you know, when you get the pool ready and it's time to get in the best thing to do is just jump in mm-hmm. you know when you put your toe in you're just making it worse you're putting off the, right. it's gonna be cold no matter what just jump on in jump so on tonight in. today this time that you're watching the yeah. good talk we're jumping right on in read the question Let's the go. question that we got today i don't Fire have to pull it up but i already looked at it it said high school relationships and how to keep god in it mm, yes that yeah. is the question so i we assume that by this question, you are either in a relationship, you want to be in a relationship, <laughs> or you're thinking about what it's like to be in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about how to keep God I'm gonna in I'm going to expand it? it to friendships as well. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, this is something that is applicable to all relationships. Yeah, and just. probably our answer is just like the way of life <laughs> in general. <laughs> I think uh, how to keep God in your relationship uh, is really first off like making sure you have a relationship with God. That's a good point. That's a good starting. That's a good starting point. Yeah, good foundation. I, I think making first off, make sure you have a relationship with God. Yeah. Um. And so if you're in a relationship and you don't have a relationship with God, let's start working on your God relationship so yeah. that way you can get God in your relationship. Yeah. Because it's impossible for him to be in any relationship if you don't have a relationship <laughs> right. with him first. So that is good. You know, uh, have a relationship with God for yourself. Um, but then I would also say, you know, it, I just want to emphasize the importance of having godly relationships, mm-hmm. especially in high school, yeah. junior high, where we're learning so much of who we are, what we're going to be doing for the rest of our life, what we're supposed to be doing yeah. for the rest of our life, uh, how influential all those relationships are. And, you know, Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen talks about how iron sharpens iron, mm-hmm. and it's expressing the importance of having godly people in your life that really make you a better version of yourself. Yeah. And so I just want to encourage you that uh, don't underestimate the importance of good, godly relationships. And I'm not yeah. saying it has to be like all spiritual all the time. I mean, you can be hanging out and going to the movies and having fun, but there does need to be elements of God in your relationships. And so, um, but how do you keep them in there? Well, I think another good place to start is finding people who have like interest mm-hmm. when it comes to God. You need to surround yourself with people who like going to church. You need to surround yourself with people who love Jesus and want their life to be pleasing to him. Because I think it's going to be very, very hard to keep God in relationships, especially dating relationships, if one person is not has no interest in. in God at all. Yeah. You know, How do you make that happen? Right. I think uh, first place to be a good place to start is if, you know, if you are coming to church, you know, it'll take our youth group, for example, here, like if you go to church and there's people at your youth group that you see at school and you're like, hey, that's some camaraderie right there. That's some familiarity is, right there. That's yeah. a good place to start. And maybe you don't really have a whole lot in common just yet, but at least you have God yeah. as your common uh Denominator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a high school word right now for you. Denominator. Yeah. I hate math. <laughs> you know, it's a good, it's a good place to start, and I think that that's something that I have learned, especially being in the church world as a person that obviously uh, this is like my livelihood. You know, ministry yeah. is my my way of life, and. Yeah. There's so many people that I come across that I really don't have a whole lot in common with right. when it comes to 
probably most anything, you know, just because I, I, I feel like I'm a unique individual, and there's so many unique individuals that come to church, but we have God in common. Mm. We have our relationship and our fervency for God in common. Um, you know, uh, Pete Feather, for example, I love Pete Feather. He's such a Pete good died. dude. So I don't yeah, know if he listens dude. to this, but if you are, what up, Feather Man? What up, Pete <laughs> But he's such a smart intellectual being, and sometimes I feel so stupid when okay. I talk to him. <laughs> but I love him so much because he inspires me to want to grow in my relationship with God. And so even though like I don't have that, uh, that he's always like, what books are you reading? And I'm like, Pete. <laughs> I watch Marvel. <laughs> I, I, I listen to Audible, Pete. I can't sit down and read because I will fall asleep. I have to listen to the book, Pete. (laughs) But it's just cool because that's our our common denominator, our common thing that holds us uh, in alignment with one another is our fervency and our relationship with God. And so I know we're talking about relationships and stuff like that, but that's a thing that like you can find people that have a like interest that want to serve God. Yeah. And uh, you have to absolutely do that. I would also suggest, it's not a suggestion, but just what needs to be done if we really want to keep God in our relationships and we want to maintain God in our relationships, both in our friendships and in our dating world, I think we have to begin to do what is unpopular Mm. and we have to do godly things within our relationships. You should have friends that maybe, you know, you're in the lunchroom before school starts and y'all open up your Bibles and read them. You know, you should have friends that on a Wednesday night, they're like, hey, are you coming to church? I mean, it's impossible to have <laughs> to keep God in your relationship if you don't do godly things together. Yeah. Um, you know, you should individually watch the podcast and then talk about it. I mean, you've got to just like, you know, you're saying it, you know, it has to be. Uh, a foundation, a core, a nucleus for us. You know, it can't just be, oh, we play sports together. Oh, we go to the movies together. Right. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that builds friendships. Right. But how do we build godly friendships? Right. Well, we have to do godly things, you know? And so I know it's kind of unpopular because not a lot of youth at school maybe do these things. They don't sit down at the lunchroom and read their Bibles. They don't uh, go to church together or talk about church. Maybe they do. I don't know. I'm not at high school. You know I'm assuming I mean? that at least when I was in high school, that was not you know a very popular, th- or at least it's something that was normally talked about. Right. There was, I didn't fringe. have a lot of friends that sat at the lunchroom and read their Bibles together. But if I had seen my friends do it, it definitely would have stretched me and made me feel like, okay, maybe I need to do that. Or yeah. maybe I want to get in on that. And I think that that's something that in a relationship, especially coming from a, a man that's been married for almost 12 years wow. now. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Robert married years. us, by I the did. way. Yay! <laughs> it's all because of him, baby. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, man. It you're the though. glue that holds us together. <laughs> I am. I'm the bond. <laughs> no, but like even in our marriage relationship, you know, we, we struggle strengthen one another and mm. we provoke one another That's and we encourage yeah, one yeah. another. You know, I think that it's something that even going back to a high school level that it would be good to start that now. Like if you're in a high school relationship and you and your boyfriend or you and your girlfriend, you know, and that is something that you guys want and you've talked about like, hey, we want to keep God in our relationship. Having that communication is really That's good cute. too. Like yeah. talking about yeah. that. Um, you know, what can you do together? You can pray together. Yeah. Um, you can worship read your together. Bible together. You can worship together. You mm-hmm. can do those things together that will help strengthen you. And then also just talk to each other about their personal 
uh, I don't know, takes on things that they've been reading out of the Bible, like hear their thoughts about Scripture, and then you guys can bounce your your things off one another and investigate the Word together. Like that's yeah. just really cool ways to inspire one another and grow in God together. Yeah, and you mentioned it, and that is a Scripture. Let us provoke one another unto good works. I that's and in Hebrews. So, uh, be the kindling, the kindling that starts the fire. So if you want God in your friendships, if you want God in your dating relationship, don't wait for them yeah. to start it. You Go start for it. it. You invite them. You know, if you invite your friends to church, invite your significant other to church and be like, hey, I'm going to youth this week. You need it. And I will even say this. I'll get real bold with it. Bold. Demand that they come, Ooh. especially if you're dating. Yeah. If you're dating this is someone, important. it is important. If you are dating someone, and they don't have any interest in God, then be the one that provokes them mm. unto good works. Yeah. Provoke them to find God. Don't just keep God to yourself, but be like, hey, you know. Yeah. Basically, what I'm saying is you make it important in the mm-hmm. relationship. And as you make it important in the relationship, we tell uh, counseling couples all the time that if you will do your part, the relationship gets 50% better yeah. immediately. Right. So if you want God in the relationship, then just do your part and you have it increase in that right. much just because you're doing your part. But it's important for God to mm-hmm. be a part of friendships. It's important for God to be a part of dating relationships. He, he, he you made the joke that I'm the glue that holds it, but God is really the glue <laughs> course, that holds absolutely. all that together. Yeah. And I know you were joking, absolutely. But he, he should be the glue that holds yeah. together our dating relationships. He should be the glue because he's the only one that can't fail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, um, I would encourage you be bold in your faith, right. just like the Apostle Paul said. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Don't be ashamed of your Christianity. Don't be ashamed of your Bible. Don't be ashamed of going to worship God. Don't be ashamed to talk about these things. Just like the Bible says, the righteous are as bold as lions. Yeah. Be bold in your relationship with God and inspire them to either have a relationship with God or inspire them to step up even further right. because we really need that, right? Mm-hmm. And there's seasons where Cody inspires me to, to be more on fire, and I know there's seasons I inspire him, but it goes back to what we started with. Yeah. At the root of it, we both have an individual relationship sure. with God. But, you know, um, just really stretch your friends and yeah. be like, hey, let's go to church Sunday yeah. morning. Let's go to church Wednesday night and then talk about it. And then also be, man, I wish I would have done this more in high mm-hmm. school. Uh, just don't be influenced to do stuff that you know is inappropriate. Right. Uh, that is the number one way to get God out of relationships yeah. is when you do stuff that you know is a violation of your Christian faith. When you do stuff that you know is a violation of God and his word, well, that's going to remove God from any relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, ultimately keep God the priority in your life. And there's something yeah, that we learned. Good. Yeah, like I think there's something we learned in um, when we were doing like our school of ministry training, and I can't exactly remember. I hope, hope maybe you remember, but it was like we had like the five finger system of like how to keep you know your priorities in line. It was like one, keep God, and then it's like second, keep your spouse, then your family, and then your work, and then like your personal ministry or your endeavors or one of those i can't exactly remember yeah, but uh-oh. right now you as a high school yeah yeah well because you got to skip it you are whoa, you, you didn't have whoa, to go to school of ministry <laughs> i went to so much school for ministry dude <laughs> i know but you didn't go to my school of ministry anyway because right. i was teaching uh, yeah exactly <laughs> okay anyways so but you as a, up this phony doctrine of the hand <laughs> anyway I'm kidding. but what i was gonna say is like right now you know you you don't you might not have a spouse so you can kind of eliminate option two you know mm. you have let you, know, you can just keep god first and then go to like your your school or like your personal yeah. ministry or, or your your friend relationships or whatever but either way 
all these things, you keep God at the top. Right. So that you way it to. all filters down. Yep. So if you keep God first, all these other things will be in place and they'll yep. all get taken care of. So God is the most important relationship in your life. God Absolutely. should be the most prioritized relationship in your life. And everything else will fall into place. I know we talk about it and we say it all the time. Seek first Absolutely. the kingdom of God. Absolutely. You know, if we look to him in everything that we do, all the other things that concern us will be taken care of. God is so awesome and he's so amazing. He wants to be an intricate part of your life. And so when you prioritize him, mm-hmm. he's going to show you how to be a better boyfriend, yeah. how to be a better girlfriend, how to be a better friend, how to be a better student, yeah. how to be a better employer, whatever, a better yeah. son, a better daughter. And when you do that, it will inspire other people to be like, okay, this dude's got something that I want to be a part of, I want to know more about. And that's a, a way to start getting God in the, the relationship with that person. And it's really important to understand right now you are building habits mm-hmm. and ways of living that are going to stick with you yeah. forever. Yeah. And so how you select your friends is going to build a pattern to how you're going to select your friends post high school. And I know a lot of us don't really take this into consideration, but I have very little contact with people I went to high school with, especially <laughs> I don't, since I I don't lived, think I like, know anybody in high school anymore. Exactly. Or do I kind of care? So, so <laughs> Love you guys. I mean, I'm just, no offense. If I anyone's mean, watching. I mean, Cody. no offense. It's just uh, like, uh, I don't care what they think anymore, man. Right. You know, that's what it was. It's high school, I felt like such, it felt like such a show back then, you mm. know, and now I've gotten to the place where I just, God loves me, so I love who I am. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I'm I'm unashamed of who Cody is because God loves who Cody is. And I don't mean to and derail that, what no, you're no, no, saying. No, 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 that's good. But, that's a that's a powerful yeah. position to be in, especially when it comes to friendships. Yeah. Because if you can be completely satisfied with yourself, it's go, like that saying, Jesus is the cure for the insecure. Mm. When you have a relationship with him, he has a beautiful way of removing our insecurities, which allows us to not choose friends for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Because lots of times we select friends to fill those voids mm-hmm. of our insecurities. But when we're secure in who we are, it provides us this freedom to be more selective right. in our friend choosing process. So ultimately, it brings better and 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 more quality people into yeah. our life. Not saying that there's, but I mean there just is. It's, I mean yeah. you look at it. There's some there's some people like me when I was nice. I needed Jesus. <laughs> you know, I was a bad person. <laughs> need I needed Jesus. <laughs> Jesus to set me straight and show me the steps that He ordered for me. And so you're developing habits right now mm-hmm. that you're going to carry with you. And so it's important to put an emphasis yeah. on God being at the center of everything. Yeah. Like that saying that you you brought into my life, and I love it, just kingdom over everything. Even like when I'm choosing my career, when I'm choosing where I'm going to go to college, and just kingdom. Like, and basically what that phrase means is what does God want me to do? Yeah. How does God want me to choose my friends? How does God want me to choose who I'm dating? How does God? And we just run everything up the ladder of this relationship that we have with him. It's like your hand analogy. He's right here, and I go to him first. And so uh, when you do that, you can really maintain these godly relationships and it's important to have god in those relationships and so you know be selective now yeah don't just uh i think we've said this before it's not about quantity yeah it's about quality you want friends that love you for who you are Mm -hmm. if you have a friend that doesn't like the fact that you go to church it's not a friend right uh, if you have a friend that doesn't that makes fun of you for reading your Bible, that's not a friend. Right? You, friends should support you in your endeavors, especially your spiritual endeavors. Right. And if they don't support you in your spiritual endeavors, then I would begin believing God yeah. and praying for friends that do support you in yeah. your spiritual endeavors, and and allow godly people to come into your life. Because even though we did say 
provoke people onto good works. Right. You inspire that godly relationship. Mm-hmm. You inspire that uh, standard of living with your friends. But that can get exhausting over time mm. if you're the only one doing it. Yeah. You know, uh, it's like, you know, you shouldn't be the only light in a room. Yeah. You know, we look at this room and it's well lit, but yeah. it has multiple, multiple, yeah. multiple, multiple lights. lights. <laughs> if there was just one light in here, it'd be vexing yeah. and exhausting and the room wouldn't be lit the way it's supposed to. Right. So it's important to have people of like faith around yeah. you. Yeah, and there's something you said about finding people that love you the way you are. And I think that um, yeah. we have to be careful with that too because not only do they love you, but they care enough to help you mm. with where you are. They love you and they care about you enough to say, hey, you know, you've been a little bit down lately. Have yeah. you been spending time with God? Yeah. Have you been praying they lately? They can call you on those they things. They can call you on those things. And that's not to condemn you or to shame you. That's to provoke you. you onto good works. To help yeah. you. And so if you have people in your life that say, yo, you've been kind of a bit of a butthole lately. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> For lack Whoa. of a better word. You're kind of a little bit of a butt lately. Uh, I can bleep that later if you want. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. But, I, I mean, know. like, but to be real, you know, it's like, hey, you've been kind of a jerk lately. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Or like, yo, you've not been treating others the way that you normally do it. Or like, hey, you've been kind of doing some things that I don't really think that you should be doing. Like, that's a place from love. And, it, and when you find people in your life that are willing to to call you on those things and to help you on those things, especially if you know 100%, it's because they love you. Yeah. you know, And those are the people that you want in your life, the ones that are going they to are. steer you towards Jesus, not drive you away from him. Right. And we should never, the only change that we should be pursuing in our lives is a change that makes us more like him. Exactly. So if, if you're, anybody is causing you to change in a way that makes you look less like a disciple of Jesus, if anyone's causing you to change in a way... You know, I think one of the greatest testimonies, I heard somebody talk about how they were on a plane and somebody random walked up to them and said, I can see Jesus in your eyes. And I was like, oh, man, that is a te- that is amazing. I don't know why. It was just like, it's so, I feel like I would almost laugh at me like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I what? mean, well, he is there. You know, I don't know what I would say in that moment. Maybe I'd just start praying for him I'd or be whatever. Really, uh, at first, I'd be taken aback, like, hold on. <laughs> What? <laughs> but uh, the point is, is yeah. he was obviously, there was a difference about yeah, him. He true. was taking the time and the steps necessary to fellowship with God yeah. to where he could be a beacon of light in a dark world. And so you want people that inspire that type of change yeah, in you. For sure. And if they're not inspiring that type of change, then, you know, again, we need to have a reevaluation yeah. of how we're choosing our friends because that is the only you know, time that we should be happy that our change, our friends are bringing change into our mm-hmm. life is if, if it's change that looks more like God's word, if it's change that looks more like a disciple. Mm. But if they're causing us to continually compromise our faith and compromise who we are and compromise what we believe, then, you know, we need to reexamine how we're doing this whole thing when it comes to the friendship selective process. Yeah. And, uh, but so just to review a couple things you can do, start with God in your own relationship mm-hmm. Um, look for friends that love God the way you love yep, God. Be selective. Be selective. And then, you know, be the one who initiates it. Yeah. Hopefully be you don't always, hopefully you don't always have to do that. Right. But be be bold enough to be the person right. who does that. Remind your friends, hey, I got church this week. Yep. Or hey, have you read your Bible? Or hey, you know, and there's a way you can do it without being like, you know, the way <laughs> oh, we're doing super it. Super Christian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't be weird about it. Yeah. And I mean, you know, um, but I would I would applaud you for doing that, yeah. even if like, you know, in your lunchroom, 
you know, I, I don't even know how schools do lunch these days. I mean, when I was in high school, we used to leave campus, which I think is a big no-no yeah, today. Yeah, don't do that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, you should be taking your Bible. Even even if you're not trying to keep God in your friendships, just your relationship with him, yeah. you should be taking your Bible to school. I mean, that's just something we do as Christians. Mine's in my backpack. It goes everywhere I go, um, you know, and so... Uh, just, you know, so those are the three or four things, however many we said. <laughs> this that is I like a thing that we do a lot. We, it, we there's, do. There's we, numbers. Well, don't really know what the numbers are. It's off script. <laughs> we don't plan this. Uh, number one, you start for a relationship with you. Yep. Number two, you're selective. selective. Number three, be the inspiration. Spark that ins- it off. Spark it off. And then number four, if they're not causing you to shape and mold more into his image, let's step back and do a reevaluation of how we're doing this all yeah. together. Well, we hope that you guys were inspired, encouraged, and hopefully that answered the question. I don't know who that was, but uh, I feel really good about the response. I, I think that, uh, if anything, um, just make sure that uh, you're keeping God first and do all those other four or five things that we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this before we move on, uh, and this is going to be really probably super honest, which oh. I guess we always try to be. Let's do it. It's be hard real. enough to maintain this relationship with Jesus in the world that we live in mm-hmm. already. Yeah. We don't need any more disadvantages. Right. We we need all the advantages we can get. Yep. And having godly friends is a great advantage. And we yeah. see it time and time in the word of God. Yeah. Um, you what know, is even, it, the three-stranded cord, not nearly right. broken? That's like right. having someone that has your back. Right. Like, you want to be protected on all fronts spiritually, emotionally, physically, like you need yeah. people that got your interest at heart and you don't want it to be me against the world. You want me yeah. and my friends <laughs> against yeah. the world. Yeah, because me against the world gets exhausting. Yeah. And that scripture you're referencing, they said when a stand, a man stands alone, mm-hmm. he can be attacked and overcome. Yeah. But when he stands back to back with a friend, they can yeah. fight and conquer. Man, I thought we were about to wrap up this podcast. We are, but we're I know, but then I thought about the man <laughs> with the, 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 the that can't climb through the, the rooftop. I was thinking about how like mm. the dude had a he was paralyzed and I can't remember. I think it's in it's in one of the gospels. I yeah. don't know which one I think exactly. It's in Luke. Yeah, I wanna say Luke, but so there's a man that was paralyzed and he had four friends, three yep, friends, four, four, four friends, four. and he was paralyzed and they knew Jesus was in this house, but it was so crowded and there were so many people in the room and they knew that Jesus had the answer to heal this man yeah. and make him not paralyzed. And so these friends had their friends back and they yeah. weren't going to let that stop them from him getting his healing. Yeah. So they freaking went on the roof of this house and yeah. tore a hole. Man, I'd be so mad if I was the owner. I know, tore a hole in the roof <laughs> and dropped this man down. And Jesus said, the faith of your friends mm. has made you whole. Wow. Like, that's so freaking rad that Mm -hmm. his friends made sure that he got whole. And so we need people in our life that when we're having a moment where we're not strong enough to get ourselves in the feet of Jesus, that they're going to take us there. They're going to freaking rip a hole in the roof and get us down there. So get people in your life that are willing to do that for you. I feel like there are just times in all of our lives where we are like that man on the mat. Yeah, we we have those moments. We just don't want to do it, or we're just not inspired to do it, or we just can't do it. Yeah. And so we need friends that'll be like, no, come on, dude, we're getting to Jesus. Yeah. We're ripping roofs off today. Let's go. We need that in our lives. Yeah. We really do. It's so important, guys. Uh, that first thing we talked about, about maintaining your personal relationship with Jesus, that, that I love him. Jesus yeah. is everything to me, and he's done everything for me. But sometimes it's just exhausting mm-hmm. to push yourself. And, but it helps when you've got people behind you yeah. that are like, 
No, we're going, man. <laughs> Let's whether, go. <laughs> whether you want to or not. So this is such an important topic. Yeah. And so take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Take it seriously. It it has a lot to do with where you're going to go in life and, mm-hmm. and, and whether you're going to live a life that's pleasing to God and whether you're going to fulfill the call of God on your life. Because we're all called to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, who we surround ourselves with. You know, there's that old sports expression, your team's only as strong as its weakest player, Mm. you know? And so you want good, strong people around you that inspire you. Uh, You know, you can start it, you can be the movement, and you can be the kindling that starts the fire, but you also need people around you that when your flame starts yep. to get a little weary, they're like, nah, I got some, I got some petrol to throw on that bad boy. Let's, <laughs> let's start that. <laughs> and so take this serious. Take this serious. Yeah. Uh, we really believe that this was inspired by the Lord. Yeah. We believe we gave you inspired answers from Amen. the Word of God and from what we believe. And so do those things. And the last thing as we're closing, I get it. It can be challenging. It can be. It can be challenging because there's just not a lot of young people that are pursuing God the way you are. Yeah. But they are out there. They are. And so ask God to bring them into your life um, and even ask him if you do have good friends that maybe God's not first in their priority, start praying for them. Mm. God minister to them. I'm inviting them to church. I pray you touch their heart, that yeah. they would love you the way I love you. We're not telling you just because if you have friends in your life that aren't seeking God the way you're seeking God, we're not telling you immediately cut them. Begin right. to pray for yeah, them. Yeah, work on them yeah, first. Yeah, Try. Get them to God. Get them to God. Jesus <laughs> yeah. didn't write us off. You shouldn't write other rip people off. Rip the roof off for them. Yeah, rip the roof <laughs> off for them. I will say this, though. If they're continually inspiring bad behavior, yeah. you do need to make some harsh quick decisions yeah, yeah. you know because you don't want their <laughs> evaluate the situation <laughs> right you don't want their inspiration that's causing you to compromise to destroy your life before yeah. you get a chance so you know be realistic and and be if there's some immediate changes that need to be made but if they're not causing you to sin if they're not causing you to you know rebel against your parents or they're not causing you to do things that are causing immediate destruction in your life they're just good friends and they don't love god well help them find god yeah pray for them get them to church mm-hmm. you know uh, talk to god about them or Talk to them about God. Yes. <laughs> and talk to God about them, yeah, too. And, yeah, and talk do to both. God about them. Uh, don't just abandon them because Jesus doesn't want us to do that. But, yeah. you know, uh, give them an opportunity to love the Lord the way you love the Lord. Do these things, and you'll keep God in your relationships. Amen. Man, that was a good talk. Gosh, that was <laughs> gonna so Gonna have a good talk. Gonna have a good talk. <laughs> we got to find that song. Yeah, someone needs to redo the Queen song with good talk. We'll give you a $10 gift card. <laughs> if it's Queen. I mean, if it's we're Queen. We're pretty sure it's Whoever Queen. It, it sounds is. like Queen. In my head it sounds like queen but i don't know someone like that someone's got an awesome high-pitched voice you know okay keep those uh topics and questions yeah, coming we love i enjoyed this one today yeah, whoever you are great. thank you so much for your submission go to seawall.org slash ablaze podcast and send them our way we love you guys so much <laughs> and we'll see you on the next time for good talk send them away, send them away. bye bye <laughs>